0: This time of year, our skin gets so dry, especially for those of us who live in cold climates. So I couldn't live without One Earth Body Care. Their Skin Fix, which is great for your entire body. It's a thick, wonderful salve. You can rub it in your hands to soften it, and it makes your skin amazing there's a day and night facial oil which I use every day and night and it really really has helped my skin there's a sleep balm that is also a salve consistency that has lavender and other things to help you relax of course my all-time favorite is their natural deodorant because I am no longer smelly if you've got a baby they've got a baby butt saver the other thing that has completely transformed my hair is their shampoo and conditioner bars They've got Skin Fix for Pets, which has helped my Blue stop eating his paws all the time or nibbling on them. And of course, they also have a pet shampoo bar. Please check them out at OneEarthBodyCare.com. Hello there, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you are listening to Health Power. And Wednesday is my new favorite day of the week because I get to see Kayla Capiolo. Hi, Kayla Hi, Cappiello. <laughs> Cappiello. I missed it every time. I even say it before we start. This is embarrassing, but anyway, it's one of my one of my cute charms. At any rate, <laughs> Kayla's here for Cooking with Kayla, and Kayla, welcome. Good to see Hi, you. Hi, guys.
1: Happy Wednesday, everyone.
0: Happy Wednesday. Today we're going to be talking about
1: Singapore
0: Curry. Now. I've had Indian curry. I've had Thai curry. What is it about Singapore curry that makes it different or special, or is
1: it pretty much similar, would you say? So I feel like all curries have a similar feature, which is Mm -hmm. that they're obviously made with curry powder, but every different either country or every different lifestyle kind of has their own twist on it. So there's three different types of curries. There's a red curry, There's a yellow curry and there's a green curry. Mm -hmm. And they're obviously all categorized by like the color of their curry paste, which means like the color of the chilies that they're using to make that curry paste. There's the Thai one, there's the Indian one, and the Singapore one, it seems to always have like a few specific ingredients that I don't see in like Indian ones or Thai ones, which makes me like this one even more. It always has Mm -hmm. lemongrass in it. It obviously has curry powder and it's made with coconut milk sometimes the other ones can switch out some of these ingredients for things that are local to these communities or these lifestyles. Mm -hmm. But for me, I really have been enjoying the Singapore one because I really like that lemongrass and curry powder-like taste. And I like how it all comes together in a skillet. I make mine with rice, so it's less of a soup or sauce and more of like a rice skillet, but you can really make it any way you want. That
0: sounds good. You know, I absolutely love Thai green curry, but one of the things I can't stand is when it's too sweet. And Ooh, yes, there's a restaurant that I love. Everything's great, except it's like, oh my god, it's like they just put teaspoons and teaspoons of sugar. Ooh, that's in something that's already amazing. sweet. I don't, I don't get it.
1: So I've never had a sweet one before. I yeah, actually kind of- had never had this like growing up, and when I lived in Hoboken in my twenties. I lived with my best friend, Sabrina, Mm -hmm. and she was not a cook at all, but she always would order in from this Thai restaurant and she would get this curry red soup and I thought it was fantastic and we would try to recreate it at home and it was always so difficult. And I feel now that I cook more at home, I was willing to kind of take on the challenge of trying to make it exactly how I remembered her soup tasting back in Hoboken. But what I realized is that There's like curry out there for everybody. So if you want to make it from scratch, you can. If you want to buy like a powdered mix and add your own coconut milk, you can. If you want to buy just a bottle or a can of like already made curry sauce, you can. So it's really depending on your expertise in the kitchen. You can kind of make it from scratch if you want, or you can just throw it together in 20 minutes if you want to.
0: Yeah, I've seen the jars of the concentrated curry paste.
1: Yes. So to make it from scratch at home, I used the concentrated chili paste. I used a bunch of spices and then I chose to use Trader Joe's has, oh man, it's called coconut creamer which sounds like you're almost buying coffee creamer. So I don't know why it's advertised <laughs> like that. But what right. it is, is more of like a coconut milk. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit thinner, but the best part about it is that it's fat free. So I buy that one and make my curry sauces like that every time. But Trader Joe's also has like a a jar of red coconut curry sauce, which means that they've already mixed together like that coconut milk, or coconut cream, or whatever you're choosing to use. Plus what you saw at the grocery store, that red curry sauce. They also make that one in green too. It's like a little... Have you tried that? Yeah, I have the coconut. I have the red one and the green one at home. And I use those with my coconut milk. Oh,
0: Okay. Yeah. Because I'm really picky when it comes to curry. Now I like a bit of heat. Is there spice in this one?
1: Yeah. So you can definitely add as much spice as you want. I choose to make mine with more of the red curry paste mm-hmm. than a recipe really suggests okay. because then you get more depth of flavor and it it gets more intense the more you add to it but if you're not a fan of spice you can add even less than the recipe suggests and then you'll get almost what you're talking about it'll be a little more sweet and less spicy because you'll get more of that coconut flavor versus right. more of the curry flavor
0: now how many spices are in it if you're doing it all from scratch not using the jar paste not using you know, an already pre-mixed concoction of,
1: you oh know. Oh gosh, that's a great question. So I feel like there's normally like five to six in it. Mm-hmm. Let's see what this is telling me. Three spaces. So I like to use, it's called, I am I always mispronounce things. I feel like I should be like- <laughs> Me too. Training before we record a podcast. No. <laughs> so the one I like to use when I'm buying a spice mix is called Masi Masa. It's oh, I've called- seen that. they're like packets, and they have a Japanese gold curry, and then they have a Thai green curry. And I buy the green curry one, and that one has salt, garlic, onion, coriander, cayenne pepper, turmeric, lemongrass, and white pepper. So it does have a lot in it, and I like to buy it because like, some of those things I don't carry at home. So I don't really carry coriander at home, and I don't really carry lemongrass at home. Yeah. I mean, you can always switch the white pepper with regular pepper if you're like in a bind but i think that's special about like buying the mixes is that like even if you don't have like all these tropical or like foreign ingredients you can still get them without buying them in bulk
0: exactly now you just mentioned white pepper recently i was at just like a regular grocery store around here There we have one called stop and shop and they didn't carry it
1: Oh, really?
0: yeah, and I'm curious maybe that one was just out. But uh what is the difference between white pepper and black pepper in terms of flavor?
1: So, I feel like black pepper is I don't want to use the term hotter, but it's more right. it has more taste and it like leaves more of a flavor on your tongue. Yeah. So it's it's more peppery. But right. white pepper is more earthy. So it has more of like a mild, muted tone. So you right. can use a bit more of it without getting that peppery taste that you have lingering in your mouth after you've swallowed or finished whatever you need. I probably like
0: that. I don't like black pepper particularly. So I was curious uh, about the white pepper. So when we're looking at this, you've got, yours is with chicken. So you've got chicken breast or chicken thighs. You've got the Singapore curry sauce. You've got the rice, bell pepper. You've got
1: cashews. You've got green onions. It looks pretty easy to prepare. Yeah, it's pretty easy. There's also another brand out there called Nona Leem. Mm. And they make a package and it's frozen and it comes with chicken thighs and a curry sauce. So all I do when I buy that one is like I add my own coconut milk to it just to make the sauce like thicker. But if you're a person who wants like a little bit of help with your meat, that one's also like a really good option too. Because I like chicken thighs, but I don't like to prepare chicken thighs. So it comes in like a sous vide package. So the chicken is already ready to go, but it's vacuum sealed with some water so it doesn't get dried out. Then all you do is like throw it in a frying pan the same way you do as a chicken breast. But if Mm -hmm. you want more like a, I hate using the word moist, but if you want more of a moist (laughs) chicken option, that's a great option too. Okay. You see, I don't like,
0: I don't like dark meat chicken. I don't, I wish I did. I feel like the chicken, I don't like the texture. So I'm really weird about it. I only like it
1: in Indian food and like in a curry like this, I wouldn't use it like, in a casserole. Okay, also, I'll try like it. The healthier option is obviously to use the chicken breast or grilled chicken or pulled chicken, shredded chicken, like mm-hmm. all of that is is less fat, so I always defer to that, but for a treat or for Indian food, I I do like the thighs. <laughs> no, I've got to
0: try it. I've got it's more of a textured thing, but if you think it the texture just comes out better or with the
1: flavors it just Yeah, like with mixes a creamy well. sauce, I feel like mm-hmm. you'll want a moist almost creamy feeling that's true piece of chicken
0: versus like in a salad.
1: I want it like grilled and textured.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Was there anything else you wanted to add about this recipe today? And then all the ways we can find you. This is so fun. I'm excited to make this. This is by the way, gluten-free, dairy-free, nut-free option, lower fat option, lower carb option.
1: Yes. So obviously the lower fat, you're going to use the chicken breast instead of the chicken thigh. For the lower carb option, instead of using white rice, you can always use brown rice or brown rice mixed with cauliflower rice to serve with the curry. And yeah, it's super easy. You're just heating everything up basically in a frying pan together and serving it as soon as it's warmed. You're not really cooking a lot from scratch except for the chicken. So if you need an easy meal this week, this one will be on my meal prep. It's super simple, less than 30 minutes, and you don't need 100 ingredients, you can find my meal prep on Substack at Kayla Capiello. You can also follow me on Instagram at Kayla Capiello. And for more recipes, visit kaylacapiello.com.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Everybody keep coming back to Health Power and get Herb Substack. It is awesome. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you and we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.